Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Seven up, seven up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerp. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives. This week we sit down with Dorinda Medley, who talks all about season two of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, what really is going on between her and Vicki Gumbelson, and why she had the best time at Bluestone Manor. I am so excited to chat with you, Dorinda, all about Ultimate Girls Trip. I watched the first few episodes and it is so good. It totally lives up to the hype. (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you something. I think it's really good old fashioned. I mean, listen, these are eight girls, strong characters individually and powerhouses as a group. And you're going to see that. And that comes out in many different ways, as you're going to see. And, you know, I, I just am very excited about it. We are all going to have to go through our crucifixion because what would the show be without it? We're going to all have to climb the cross and have that bad episode, but I'm here for it. I don't think it would be a real show. I mean, they took eight girls at the end of COVID and locked them in Bluestone Manor. No disrespect to Ultimate Girls Trip 1, but they were at a hotel, a resort. There was no getting away from it here, okay? Morning, noon, and night, it was Bluestone Manor. So I'm excited. And listen, they got an extra character in Bluestone Manor. I had no idea. You know, I think we've spoken of this before, but Bluestone Manor is just beloved. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. I mean, what was it like? How is this different than filming Housewives? Obviously, you know, you're all hunkered down for, you know, eight days, <laughs> nowhere well, to go. Because first of all, when Bravo came up here, we would only film two nights, three days. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Number two, it was a, it was a smaller group usually. And I knew the women really well. And number three, it was eight days right after COVID. I have never in my life had anyone stay in my house, especially that large group of girls for eight days. And I was really the host from morning to nighttime. I was responsible for these girls. It wasn't like, like if, you know, my friends come up and they check in and they go to their room and they do their own thing. This was on. And what I loved about it, some more than others, you know, that people were really in it to, you know, have the experience and, and make a great show. Yeah. And you really did make it nice. You always, you always do with your, well, I didn't always, but you know, that would be expected because 
you know, people come and, and it's a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. How did you decide the rooms who got which room? (laughs) That was tough. And I pre-assigned them, but I really tried to, you know, based, I gave Phaedra, that fish room because I wanted to get her opinion as a strong woman. I knew she would give me her opinion. She loved it. Yeah. She loved it. And I put Eva by her because I knew they knew each other. That's how you start. You start with one room and build it out. There's always someone that's not happy mm-hmm. because this isn't a hotel. It's a house. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love when people are like, well, I, I mean, I wish it were a hotel, but it's not. It's a house. So you kind of do your best. And um, yeah, I just, did my best. You did your best and you did a great job. A lot of thought, a lot of people thought Brandy was going to be the biggest drama starter coming into that. What, what, who were you kind of on the fence about when you first started? Um, well, it wasn't, I was on the fence. I just was, you know, a little bit like, oh my God, I have people coming for eight days. First of all, I think everybody was a little bit weird after COVID, right? We all were a little isolated. So I was like, how's this going to work? Cause you know, my life was sort of like hanging out with Hannah, seeing my parents and, and, and my friend that was staying with me. I just, I thought, God, I, I, I just, I, there were certain people I knew better than others. No, I was just like, God, I hope they're going to be happy. It's a big responsibility. I was lucky enough to know Tamara and Jill and Brandy. Um, I, I had never met Taylor. So can yeah. you imagine she comes all the way here from the West Coast, not knowing what to expect? Yeah. I don't know how she's going to feel about it. I'd met Phaedra once on Watch What Happens Live. I didn't know how she was going to feel about it. Because remember, they're coming from very different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. And New England is a very unique place. And Bluestone Manor is a very unique place. And it's very self-contained. And, you know, we're in the country. Yeah. I mean, the Berkshires, listen, are, are, are incredible. You know, it's got the Boston Symphony. It's got, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you, you know, all kinds of Shakespeare and Company, Red Line Inn, you know, the Merivale. But as far as Bluestone Manor, it's on 18 acres and it is what it is. It's my country house in the country. So good. I have a love and appreciation for it. But I was hoping and praying that everybody else would get it. Right. And, you know, some people didn't. Obviously, Vicky did not get uh, did not get it. Were you surprised that she had so much to say about Bluestone Manor? What, What I was surprised about is that when I watched the first episode is it started before she even got to the house. Mm hmm. So I took it, you know, and there's nothing worse than when you try so hard. I mean, what people don't know is my starting setup of that, this getting it ready was about eight days, nine days before production showed up like almost eight days, nine days before there was about a hundred over 106 people here. Wow. It was a much bigger production. There were drones, there were porta potties, there were command stations, there right. were COVID st- places there was its own electrical unit because they couldn't use they were blowing out the electricity because there was so much there was its own cell phone so you know me just helping to work with them to get it ready was almost like its own production right so by the time people got at the house i was already sort of working for eight days but i really wanted to do everything i could to welcome them with the gift back baskets with and personalize it and and to sort of from right off the bat to have her just sort of not be enthusiastic about it mm-hmm. was really like, like heartbreaking because yeah. it's so unexpected because all the other girls, they really, even if they didn't feel that you felt like they all kind of put their best for, foot forward. Right. Yeah. What did, what did you make of Vicky's latest thing about what she said about Bluestone Manor or like what, you know, kind of going back and forth about what was said in the press? What was your kind of reaction to that? Well, I think her timing's terrible because, 
you know, she said it last week and now people are going to see the first two episodes and realize a how be- I mean, I don't know about you, but when they did those opening shots, yeah, it's and- gorgeous. And people mm-hmm. get to see Bluestone Manor, I think now in a light they never saw it. Because remember, Bravo would do great shots, but it would be more like microfilming right. in the living room, in the dining room. And it was November and the pool was closed and there was no maze and there was no outdoor stuff. Yeah. That I think, you know, they, the expansive view, you could see it's an estate. It's a manor. It's like yeah. really is. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I just don't, I think it's going to be difficult now because Bluestone Manor is loved. It's like going after Disneyland. <laughs> it is. I mean, going yeah. After the Disney castle, like. Right. Well, I mean, you're right because she did say that, you know, she never said anything bad about your home, but she does in the first couple episodes. So yeah. She no. say, I mean, yeah. that we got to back up on that. She says, listen, I don't like the things you're going to like. It's an old house in the middle of nowhere with nothing to do. That sentiment is not positive. Would you say that? No. Even if you didn't like it, would you say that? No. (laughs) All right. She opened, you know, now did I clap back? Absolutely. I mean, you're, there's different tastes. People like different things. I don't particularly from what I've seen of what, what, you know, she does. And that's why I said in Portrait Veraja, I wouldn't like that lifestyle, but I'm, you know, I wouldn't have said anything unless she said something about my house. This house is a store. This house is, you know, built in an era where, you know, you, you can't, they can't even make houses like this. It's mm-hmm. decorated to an inch of its perfection. I mean, Wall Street Journal has been here. Architectural Digest has been here. So that's, this is not my opinion. This is the opinion of, of many. Yeah. So to, to, try to bring it down to make yourself feel better or to try to bring it down to make me look bad or to make Bluestone Manor look bad. I just think it's very malicious. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like she's jealous at all? Well, someone said something today on an interview that um, because she said that she, you know, she wrote me like 5,000 texts and left me all these voicemails and stuff. But um, listen, maybe they said maybe she's so used to being the queen bee on the show. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to let you think that you were the queen bee, right? right? It's a lot. Listen, I, I am very blessed. I have a lot. Mm-hmm. I have this beautiful home here. I have a beautiful life in New York city, a great apartment there, you know, and I don't know. I just think maybe she's, she came up here at that time and wasn't very happy and maybe yeah. it was all too much. And I found it very weird that she keeps referring to my house here as something that was gifted to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, my husband died. I, it's not, it's that, it's not a gift. It's not a gift, you know. <laughs> no, that's not a gift. You like, that's not how you refer to this. I would much prefer for him to be here with me, enjoying it like our original intent. It's not like Richard's like, well, I want to give you a gift and I'm going to, you know, bury myself. That's terrible to say. Yeah. So the whole sort of referencing it old in the middle of nowhere, you know, gifting it, make, it just brought a very negative tone to it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that she was in a bad headspace because of her breakup or, or do you? Yes, think- but then, you know, as my mother said, if you don't want to be somewhere and you're not going to be good company, stay home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mother always said that with your, if you're not going to be in good, if you're not going to be good company, stay home. Mm-hmm. Do you think she should have sat it out because she would like, I mean, the breakup, I guess, happened. In the day retrospect, before, so. I really don't think she wanted to be here. And I don't think this is just the first two episodes. I think it's sort of the sentiment throughout the other girls really were here to play and here to, you know, do all they could and put their pound of flesh. in. and I don't know. I just don't think she really was interested in it. 
Yeah. What was your reaction the first episode with Brandy and Taylor kind of going back and forth? You know, Brandy and Taylor have this moment at dinner, which, uh, you know, with Brandy saying that, you know, it was the hardest year of her life when Taylor's husband passed away. I think it was a little it's going to be a little shocking moment for a lot of people. Well, yes. But the thing, the good. Yes. And I, but what I'm really excited to see, and I think what the viewers are going to be excited to see, you've got to remember, we left off with Taylor in Beverly Hills. She was broken. Her husband husband had committed suicide. She was worried about Kennedy. We really, and then she disappeared. And the great thing that you're going to see about Taylor is Taylor is grown up now and Taylor is strong and Taylor is happy. And the the broken and Taylor is out there speaking about women and abusive relationships and openly speaking about it with confidence that I think the audience is going to love. Taylor has got her voice. Yeah. She's not that weak, cowering woman anymore. And it is beautiful to see. And it was beautiful to kind of, and not beautiful, but it was interesting to see them go up against each other because Taylor's not putting up with it. Mm-hmm. What may have been an easy victim back then isn't anymore. Yeah. And I don't think people are going to be overly thrilled to see that. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, how was your relationship with Brandy this season? Because it seems like the two of you hit it off in the beginning, but maybe things get a little rocky later on. Brandy, you know, every Brandy just really loves to party it up. I mean, she made a statement somewhere, you know, I like sober Dorinda and not drug Dorinda. And it's like, well, you were never sober up here. So I don't, I mean, every night was a huge party to the point where you'd either pass out or you didn't show up for the next night's dinner. So I don't know what her reference point is, but I don't care. See, unlike other people, I don't weaponize those things to make myself feel better. Of course, we're all going to drink up here. What else are you going to do up at Blue Stone? <laughs> right. And I was fine with it. But, you know, sometimes it got a little crazy and, you know, a little too much. And I, to be honest with you, there were times when I really just worried about the safety of my house and the safety of her. Did anything get broken at Blue Stone Manor during oh, the season? God. Out of all the seasons and episodes that have been filmed at your home, do you have a favorite memory or favorite moment in Bluestone? Well, I think, you know, I used to love more than one. I used to love when the girls would come up for the holidays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was not only excited for the girls to come up, but I was excited for the audience to see it. Those to me were my best episodes when they came up for Halloween. Mm -hmm. When I think that's when I really honed my skills for being sort of like at, at, an entertainer and a person that loves people. And I don't, you know, people really love that side. I mean, I think they still do. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Any word on, uh, you know, obviously uh, New York housewives. Oh, and you know what? I think we're all, we're all just waiting because, you know, they made the announcement and now we're all just sort of in limbo waiting. Um, but as I said to someone before, I think, you know, it's very important, this next step, especially with the new the reboot of the new girls like, you know, they, it's got they got to get it right. But I am very excited. Listen, I'd be very excited with, with legacy. Um, and and I think the people will love it because no one everybody loves the old school girls. Right. But I think it's going to be so interesting because I don't know that anymore. Because Remember, I have a 28 year old daughter. What is a. 30 something woman in the world looks like now diversity, sexuality, raising children, you know, living in a world of technology, living in a world where a lot of them are the main breadwinners or they're single. Like, who is that woman? As I said to someone today, you gotta remember when I had Hannah in London, no cell phones, 
no almond milk, plant-based based milk, no vegan, no allergies. Like you just sort of like, like, okay. You know, and, and you, and I came from a very traditional upbringing. So I was like, oh, well, my husband goes to work. He's an investment banker and I stay home and take care of Hannah. You know what I mean? The new woman, and we are definitely in the age of the woman. I mean, there was no doubt. The woman, you know, I said to someone the other day, clearly the universe is a woman. And I always thought that. But now it is screaming, watch out, give a woman a little power, a little knowledge. I was at uh, Hannah's college the other day and I looked at out the sea of student body and it was mostly women, yeah. women of color, women you know, from all over the world. Like, watch out. And I want to see that woman in the world. So I'm excited. And I think they're really working hard to get that right. And I'm sure that they will. And I can't wait to see it. Dorinda, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the you time. You are the best. I love you. I know. You I love you such too. such a beautiful person. Thank you. So are you. And I'm so excited for everybody to see these episodes. And it's going to be so good. I love it. Yay. Thank you so much. Have a good Bye-bye, one. Bye, girl. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.